Hi, you're listening to Inner Light with Ellen. I'm your host, Ellen Wyoming Deloy. Today's episode is a short one um, focused on when is a good time to see a coach? And I decided to make it just because I had a number of interesting conversations over the past week, um, maybe a little bit more than the past week, with people in different places kind of in their journey. And I was realizing that there's a definite better than not uh, time uh, to start to engage with a coach if you're looking for one. And I also dive in a little bit on the concept of the benefits of a minimum viable option. So uh, tune in and uh, thanks so much for being here. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening today. Um, I just wrapped a great session with one of my coaching clients. And um, our theme for the day was um, minimum viable operation. And, and, and it's great because they're in transition. They're working in kind of closing out a career that they've had for a very long time and getting ready to launch into a new iteration of how they work in the world. And as I was kind of reflecting after the session, I realized one of the things that's working really well is the time that they showed up to engage in a coaching process. And so while I want to talk a bit about just the excitement I have for what they're doing, um, what I really want to talk about is when is a good time to start working with a coach when you're in transition? And it, I started to think of it this way because I've had no less than five conversations in the past seven days with people who are in transition or seeking to transition from where they are currently in their work life. And um, they're in different places um, for their readiness to leap. And it made me realize, based on how some of the conversations have gone, that there are there are better times to um, work with a coach and, um, or to start a coaching process, in my opinion, just based on my experience at this point, um, I could be, it could be different for somebody else and that's fine. I always want to hold space for the thing that is not my opinion, because that's all it is. Um, but in my experience, it's, there's a better time. And so, um, I want to, I want to just kind of lay that out there. If you're in, um, a position, so one, two, three, Oh God, everyone's in such an interesting place. It, I just, there's like a zeitgeist of it happening right now, right? Like the, the great resignation that everyone was talking about last year, people leaving their jobs, trying to find different situations that work better for them um, have been coming up. But the conversations I had uh, last week, there were folks who had um, reached kind of the pinnacle of where they had wanted to be finally in their career and realized that the stress and duress and tension and politics and everything about the job and what it was has kind of eroded the love that they had for it. Um, another person was already in a quasi transition where they had been working for a long time in their place of employment and had already taken a step back and started working kind of in this intermediate uh, role that 
was helping, it feels like helping somebody on maternity leave or something like that, but like stepping down from their full role because just their work life situation was so out of whack. They needed to take a step back, but still be working, but have more time. And they themselves know that they're looking to do something completely different, but not quite sure yet what, but they were in a healthy healthy-ish holding period, but having a lot of identity issues kick up around not being in their old role, not knowing exactly how to start the new thing they want to do and feeling really in limbo and in flux. So that was another one. And then I had another person, well, I have two of them, one who I'm working with, one who's a friend, and they really reminded me of each other, um, uh, who are pushing bounds forward of their fields into doing their work and their practice in ways that are not super traditionally recognized, but when they talk about it and the knowledge and experience of like 20 plus years of work that they have, I can tell that it's just that the structures that they work within are not able to accommodate what they're visioning for how work can be delivered better. And one of them and how care can be delivered in a better model, right? So it's just really, really cool stuff. And everyone is in so many different places to like bridge the transition. And there are a couple people I worked with last year who um, I think did a really great job in their pacing and timing for coaching to be able to make some leaps. Like one person came frustrated, totally over where they worked, had a lot of skills and confidence in what they could be doing, but we're just kind of like at the edge of making the transition going, oh God, did I miss something? Am I going to mess up? Am I going to land flat on my face? Can I really do this? And worked with me for just three months and within six, they had quit, opened their consultancy, and now they're thriving. I, I'm still in touch with them and um, turning down work. They're just doing so well. And so it's it's just really interesting to sort of see the whole thing. Oh, and the other person that I was working with that I mentioned is doing the way advanced planning game. They're kind of working towards retirement and they still have a couple of years of work, but trying to build out what their... Um, like their post-retirement career is going to be because they don't want to stop working, but they want to have a lot more fun than they've been having in their current position, but they need to kind of wrap it up. They're not ready to just quit and do something different. So helping them kind of build out what their consultancy would look like. And so it's been super, super fun. And it, I can't, it came down to when is a good time if you want support in the transition to see a coach? And I would say this, and I'm just liking it right now because of all of the analogies about nine months before you want to transition. Oh, it's making me think of one other person I worked with last year who also was doing this. And I think it took them about nine months to quit their job from when I worked with them um, to, to, to make their switch. Um, but so nine months and yet nine months, it's not lost on me that that's the incubation time for a human child to be born into the world. And for some people, that's a really great window for planning your switch to the next thing that you want to quote unquote, regardless of what body you're in, give birth to, right? A business is kind of like another being in your life. If you're going to build a business, um, I say that because I've realized that my business has its own energy at this point, And I have to like, you know, tell it when I'm done for the day. So it doesn't keep needing me to pay attention to it. Cause I have actual beings like the dog laying at my feet or my children who are actually out doing things right now. And, um, um, it's important. So if you are starting a business, be aware that it's going to have its own energy and it's going to need a lot from you. So having boundaries with your business is also important once you get to that place where you feel like you healthily having it started up. Um, but that's an aside. So coaching nine months, 
ahead of your transition if you want support during it to work through building out the scaffolding getting the blocks and the, but what if, and I'm not enough and I'm an imposter, all that stuff to start working through those limiting beliefs and scripts. If you've got them running in your system ahead of time is really helpful so that you can actually start nine months before an end date. And it can even be a tentative end date. If you're still a little squiggly on it, that's okay. Um, but to start giving yourself the confidence that you can see what it will look like once you make the transition. And this is why I say this. There's a couple of folks who I talked to just in a consulting, uh, of like a free consult conversation where they were kind of in the midst of the transition already and hitting this kind of point of panic because they were like, who am I? What am I doing? I don't under, and just kind of feeling really constricted and stuck because they were no longer in the rhythm of what they had been doing and it was comfortable. And they were so uncomfortable that even the idea of taking on kind of the quote unquote risk of a coach to help them through the rest of their transition felt really restrictive. And I could see it. I was like, oh gosh, they don't have enough room to breathe right now. And having another person's opinion or guidance or support come in who they haven't already built a relationship with when they were in a more calm place was not going to work for them. And that's okay. I'm okay with that having been the outcome, but it just made me realize because the pattern has been coming up. Like if people come to talk to me about transition and they're at least six to nine months ahead of their transition, they're able to, it's still stressful sometimes to be working through the concepts and having to layer on a little bit of work. Cause you know, there's homework. If you're working with the coach, you got to get some stuff done to take action. So you're actually building the thing you want later to be manifest. Um, but you have more breathing room because you're not having an identity crisis. So many people have their identity really wrapped up in their job and in their work and in their purpose. And in the, if they're already having quit and trying to build the next thing, but they're locked in sort of feeling like they don't quite belong anywhere, it's really hard because there's so much more tension and stress that coaching ends up, um, it's almost kind of like it, it ends up focusing so much on just helping them to breathe so that they can start to plan again. And if you come earlier and you're frustrated and you're tired of your job, there's a lot of motivation for building the scaffolding to, to get things better, even if you're kind of tired already at that point, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, the, the folks who are already like ready to switch and have switched and they're in that identity crisis moment, I don't see them feeling as ready to actually get a coach because they're still just trying to get their feet on the ground to feel like a human and breathe again. And then that strange sensation that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing because they've been used to working every day, 40, 45, 60 hours a week at a place, and they're not doing that same thing. And everything feels unknown that even coaching feels like too much. And I respect that. And they just need to gather a little bit and go through that kind of dark dark night of the soul moment. And then maybe get a coach or maybe look through that. They'll figure it out and they'll kind of lay some groundwork because they're going to need to, they're going to need a few guideposts to get out of that spot to kind of take steps forward. And, and that's great. But if you are already thinking of transitioning and already thinking of working with a coach, if you're six to nine months ahead of 
your kind of goal for transition, that's the time to get the support. Get support before you make the leap so that your leap has way more structure, way more support. And even if like a challenge arises or the wind blows hard, and I'm using all of these like metaphorical concepts, right? Because the the earth is like living as a human on earth is crazy. Stuff comes up. We're in a constant like challenge minefield of problem solving. But if you've built some structure and have a bit of a plan, you're not going to get as pushed hard sideways because you're like, no, I can see how my value, my purpose, my identities, and my goals are transitioning from this role that I've been in for 15 or 20 years to the thing that I really want to be doing in the world. And I don't have to prove myself to anybody because I've already been practicing building it for the past nine months. And I'm very excited to share it, announce it and be it in the world in a tiny, in a tiny little way at first, maybe unless they're a go big or go home kind of person, because all kinds of people will make these transitions, right? Which kind of brings me back full circle to this minimum viable operation. I'm working with a really fascinating, brilliant person who when I'm talking to them, I'm just like, I don't understand how you're not already in the new thing that you want to be doing because I get it. Like I get it so easily, but they're kind of like deconstructing a lot of paradoxes around how practice is given, how care is given, how um, their profession might or might not look at them after they make a transition. And so it's a lot of kind of personal belief and personal security and identity issues that we're really working on. And we kind of hit this point this week where they could see that their next steps were like, oh, I've actually already thought of this, this, and this. I have this on the back burner and I already bought this web domain. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Like this is not, this is not like a thing that we're having to create all at once. You've done a lot of the work. This is about building what could look because their 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 situation is kind of overwhelmed. They can see like 27 different ways to create the path forward and getting completely overwhelmed at which one to choose first. And I was like, great, best problem to have. Let's go minimum viable operation. It will get bigger and more fleshed out as you go, but we have your end date in mind. We have plenty of time to work through all the butts that you're going to hit. But we're going to build this from the perspective of like what you want to be delivering, imagining as if you're the person you're giving the service to, and you're going to build the minimum viable out of that. So we can start to build the infrastructure of what your new iteration of your business is going to be, because it's going to be a completely different model than their model right now. And it's really fun. And I was like, oh, I love this. We've got the time. We're taking the pressure off by building the minimum viable. And knowing this person, they're going to have eight versions of the maximum viable operation running in the background anyway. So when they are ready and kind of have their feet on the ground, they're going to be able to add and iterate as they move forward. And I am so excited about what the process is going to be, knowing also they're probably going to trip and fall. There's probably going to be a few hiccups and there's going to be a ton of insecurity and imposter syndrome that's going to pop up because it's just what happens when you're doing something new and you're pushing beyond the bounds of what you've seen done before. And you don't actually have someone to look up to because you are creating the thing right? I'm not the mentor for this person. I have a lot of sense of like how to build different structures and I can scaffold and I can see and I can support and I can reflect back. I'm very good in the coaching role, right? But all I am is going, Hey, I can see that you've got this. Tell me again, what it is that you're worried or thinking or seeing or hypothesizing about, and let's break it down. 
right? That is my role. I'm not their mentor though. They're still actively having to do the work of creating. I'm just an extra sounding board to support them with that creative process, which is what I thrive on, what I love. Like it's totally my jam for why I'm here right now on the planet. I'm into it. And it's why I wanted to share when the right time is to work with a coach, because if you're already hitting like panic and you've already transitioned and you're in an identity crisis, that might be a moment to just dive into your self-care. Maybe talk to a therapist, maybe work with someone who does somatic stuff, get into the body, build a mindfulness practice. Just try to get yourself in your nervous system, like kind of guided and grounded. And then if you want to seek support, seek support, or you might actually kind of have the basis for what you need back into yourself to start to build your own scaffolding because every person can do it, right? Not, you don't have to have a coach. You don't have to work with somebody else. You can do it. Um, but just take care of yourself, especially if you're in a bit of that kind of red flag panic moment, right? Like, oh my God, what am I really doing? Um, but if you've got the time and you've got the, where, if you've got the resources and you've got the intention and you know that it'll just go a little bit smoother, you can work with somebody so that you don't end up hitting that exact kind of oh my God, I just changed everything. Now, what am I doing moment without a helping hand? Um, I love transition. I like the chaos that stuff kicks up. I like seeing where things are going and where little like squeamish stuff pops up. Like, I don't know why I like that, but I, I do. And I enjoy working in it to be like, look at how much of this is actually an illusion of our fears and how much of you is real and solid and really capable of doing this and reminding people of their power. It makes me just feel so alive and so happy. Um, that's it. I have to actually run to go pick up one of my children right now. So this episode is ending, but um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, think about where you are in your process and in your timing and in your transition. Um, if you do want support, just think about giving yourself six to nine months. That's the best one to know. If it's a little more than that, it might not feel urgent enough to like really do all the work. So I'm like, if you're a year, year and a half out, maybe, maybe not. My uh, person who was working on retirement was, that's the kind of their own, their own process and it worked really well for them, but it might not be great for everybody who's in more of an urgent need to transition. Don't go too far ahead. And again, like if you've just got two or three months, like you're going to start feeling more of the squeeze and it might feel a lot of pressure that is not totally necessary. So give yourself the breathing room six to nine months to work with somebody before. And, and it can just be such a, I won't say seamless because I don't want to guarantee ease. Like nothing is easy when we take on growth and steps like this, but it can be very supported and more uh, more expansive and give you enough of the space that you need to actually sort of learn and absorb all of the expansion and development that you're right in the middle of. It's 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 magical. I mean, that's frankly why I love this. It's magical. <laughs> I'll just say it. Um, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are new to the show or you've been listening for a while, head over if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and please give us a review and um, give us a five-star review. I would love that so much. Thank you so much. I don't know why I say us when I ask for that. It's just me, um, but um, that would be great. And I will see you, hear from you, talk to you soon.